they know something we don't right now. That it's episode 17. Sweet 17, like oh. our dear Darren. Yeah, I was like, that's so funny. My first thought was like my niece, but yes. Oh my God, my niece is running for president at her school. What? I have to read you her campaign shit, um, but it's like, it's a, it's so great. Like she's just so great and I love it. Also shout out to the next issue of Sad Meg. High school. It's like, you already know. It's like I already knew. I did know that already, but I totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I'll say my niece's name. I feel like I don't need everyone to know her. But this is her platform on her Facebook page, which is the Facebook page of her name for president at her high school. Hi, guys. I have a new and improved platform for the 2015-2016 school year. My goal this year is for each and every student at school to feel at home when they walk through the front doors every day. I believe in wellness, safety, and acknowledgement for every student. Then she breaks it down into subcategories. For safety, I'm going to be running a campaign to end domestic violence and family abuse. I will be selling bracelets to show support for the victims and all money raised will go to Homefront Society. You never know who's affected inside and outside of our school. During this campaign, I will provide resources of where to get help if you or someone you know is in a violent situation at home or elsewhere. For acknowledgement. We are all people and it is important to acknowledge mental health in the community and globally. I will be running year two of the popular Twitter campaign that they ran last year to end the stigma surrounding mental health. We will be putting up sticky notes around the school with positive messages to complement the Twitter campaign as well as a possible movie night with guest speakers to end off the campaign. For wellness, especially during exams, during exam break, I would like to bring dogs and puppies into our school for a few days in January and June. There will be a room for them to play in. And Genius. Students <laughs> I know. And students will have the opportunity to go and visit them to lower stress levels before and after exams. It is proven that petting dogs relieves stress and helps with anxiety, which would be beneficial to wellness during exam time. Around the same time, I would like to bring in a yoga instructor who will be holding sessions specifically for lowering stress and relieving panic from exams. I would like to have a few sessions per exam break so every student has access to a session. Voting takes place on blah, 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 blah day. Wow. Hope to see you there. Someone's going to be in marketing. She's so smart. She, like, first of all, I'm a copy editor and I don't think there's anything in here that I would change. So good. And, okay, so part of... This makes me wonder, okay, are kids in general just, like, way smarter and more, like, tuned in and plugged oh. in? Or is she special? Because I don't want to take anything away from her because I'm oh. sure she oh. is special, but, like, are all kids just smarter now? <laughs> That's just normal? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'll, I'll, I'll split the chicken there. What does that expression? Split the difference? The chicken? Yeah, split the... Split the bill. No, split the... Difference? Baby? Split the baby. In what? Half, cut the baby in half? It's when you say six of the <laughs> one, half dozen of the other. I've never heard that expression. Okay. I think it's real. Cut, oh. Split the baby down the middle? Because it's like bizarre. Anyway, whatever. The point is, is I'm saying, yes, she's different and special because I actually genuinely think she's has a unique, like her unique childhood and just her unique self. Um is super mature and put together and smart and kind. Um, 
but also the types of things she's interested in are also like maybe a little bit more present and talked about with her generation, I think, than ours. So there's a way that her um, uh, content, I guess, is perhaps less kind of like revelatory than it would have been when we were that age. Mm-hmm. But um, still, that's like, pretty great. Domestic violence. Mental health and puppies. And puppies. She's just, she's cooking. She's, she's firing on all engines. Really. Totally. <laughs> I love it. I would vote for her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, when I ran, oh God, I think it was like a fake thing where we were like doing a fake parliament or something. Like yeah. we didn't really have like presidents. I almost got in a fist fight with someone because you can just imagine. <laughs> Not meant for that. About what? I don't remember, but I remember like. Everyone watching as I like lunged at someone and then stopped myself from hitting them. <laughs> okay. How old were you to set the scene? Um, I think, well, either grade 11 or 12. Like, I was like old enough to know, but well, I didn't hit anyone. <laughs> Let me just say that. Wait, because you missed or? No, because I uh, caught myself. Right, right, right. And realized, don't be crazy. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, there was like a lunge and like, fiery look of like crazy okay sub question did you like get all up in someone's face or did you just kind of like lurch a little bit in the direction of hitting someone and then be like whoa 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 i'm not doing that. i don't know i can't i don't have enough well i didn't have enough self-awareness to like remember <laughs> that much so i'm not sure okay but uh probably got up in their face i mean if i'm gonna guess the crowd reaction was like oh you know so yeah Whoops. I love it. I, the only time I've ever hit someone, uh, ever, was I punched my classmate's, uh, knee, just, well, just above the knee, like her leg. Okay. Basically, like, just her thigh. Um, because she, I think, inadvertently, like, insulted my mom or something, and I just felt kind of like nobody insults my mom, and I just, like, put put my fist down on her oh. like leg next to mine. What happened? But like hard. Like I was like, Meh. like I was like, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. So then she was just kind of like, mm. but then I felt so hor- like she didn't have, you know, she was just kind of like, mm. like that was weird. Wow. We were like 12. Like, I, you know, yeah. I was in elementary school. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. So I went home and felt so guilty that I told my mom, but then I couldn't, then I felt like I couldn't tell her why. Oh. Because I didn't want to stress her Make her, out. her feel better. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I didn't want to oh. have to tell her what the person had said. Oh. So I just, like, said that I'd punch somebody because I got angry, and they were like, don't do that ever again. Revisiting that story, though, as an adult with my parents, my dad has this whole story that he's been, like, in love with ever since it happened that I don't have any memory of. Which is that apparently that wasn't the first time I've done that. Apparently when I was like in grade one or something, or kindergarten even, um, apparently I came home from school or whatever and <laughs> said to my dad that I um, um, I punched a boy down to the ground. Down to the ground. <laughs> down to the ground. <laughs> because, and I don't even, he has some kind of thing memorized about this, but Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why he did because I didn't like what he said or something like mm. that. My dad will tell you the same story about me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But my dad is like, when I say it, it sounds like he's being sort of 
chauvinist or something, but actually he was just proud of me for defending myself against like a boy who was mean to me or something, not being intimidated. And, um, but yeah, I wish I could remember. I feel like it would be, my childhood would be so different if I have a memory of my dad being proud of me for like, like Mm. exerting myself. Well, maybe he wasn't at the time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He, yeah, it's. Because at the time I'm sure parents are scared that their kid's going to turn into some kind of hoodlum. Mm. Or bully, or or whatever. Right. And you don't. But in retrospect, he could be like, "Oh, that was the, probably the right thing to do." Yeah. Yeah. He's or, always like saying, "Like, and then I punched him to the ground," <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, I might be remembering that story wrong too. I'll have to give my dad a call. Whose birthday is on Thanksgiving? Oh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, he'll be sixty-one. Oh. This time last year, I was on solo road trip. younger than mine. And he's like, they're young. They both got young. They got young married and had young babies. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. And young retired. My dad's birthday was in October until recently when he found out it's been wrong this entire time. What? So we've been having to get used to celebrating a month earlier. So now his birthday September. And it's a bummer because before Weird. his birthday was Phil's birthday, the 24th. Mm-hmm. My best friend's the 25th, or, yeah, the 25th, and my dad's was the 26th. Right. It was, like, this nice little row yeah. of the best people in my life together, Cute. and then my dad had to go and ruin it by saying, <laughs> no, now I'm born in September, and I'm a Libra all of a sudden. What? Uh, well, yeah, I guess, hey. That makes sense. I have a Libra rising. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 I have quite a few planets in Libra. Um, I like Libra folk. We like to talk. We're just, you know. Well, you're contemplative and uh, discussion-oriented. Hmm. And, um... And then that Sagittarius in me just oh, ruins it I all. I too. I got sad rising. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. Here okay. we are. There's a, a <laughs> Throwback to hippie talk. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I did Steve's chart. Um... And discovered he had a lot of earth signs. Oh. Yeah. Can I tell you something weird that happened today? That yeah, I found out? Even though it's off time? topic. We're already way off topic. That's fine. We haven't even topic yet. Um, I went to physio today. Mm-hmm. And my physio person told me that my right buttock does not, like, work. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. Explain. Okay. So... He had me do this exercise. First of all, this is a weird situation. I requested a woman, specifically, just because I just don't want to deal with any, like, whatever. I just mm-hmm. wanted a lady. Mm-hmm. And then I get this fucking young, like, hipster dude with a beard. Like, how did this happen? I don't... This is the guy? This is the guy that told you that your butt doesn't work? First of all, he took a picture. He's like, uh... <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> He's like, um, this does sound weird, but, like, can I take a picture of your butt? He's like, but with your phone, just to show you. And I'm like, I, yeah, I guess. First of all, it's like, get on all fours. Like, all of this is just crazy. Whoa. But it's fizzy. It's regular fizzy stuff. But because it's a young person and because he's, like, you know, a dude. Does he have a man bun? He doesn't have a man bun. Okay. No. I mean, he's perfectly professional. It's just, like, it's awkward because we're, like, the same age and... You know, I'm straight, and I and I know he is because he talked about his girlfriend. Like, yeah. whatever. I talk about my husband. I'm not like 
No, I get it. Trying it's, anything. There's it's a just vibe. Little, it's just awkward. Anyway, so he took a picture of my butt, and um, doing this exercise using both legs, like one on one side, one on the other, and you can see that like my right buttock doesn't like flex, like it doesn't fire. Wait, did you take a video of your ass? No. Okay. Two photos on my phone, which I probably deleted. Cause, oh, no, no, I was like, Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> well, I do have it because they're because now they're stuck in the deleted. They're stuck yeah. in my deleted. Uh, you can't really delete them. Which well, I think you can delete. You can delete it. You can delete the delete, but I just haven't got there yet. No, I you can should undelete them, please. I want to see them so bad. Can we post them on the blog, please? Oh no! Please. They're pretty embarrassing. It's my butt. You should put them on Tinder. I'm not on Tinder. I'm married. I know, but just for fun. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna show you. Hey, what do you think about my Darren idea? My Tinder Darren idea. Uh, I thought you might get a lot of gingers. Well, which whatever, know. however you feel about that. Gingers, that's funny. Some you ginger. mean gingers? Gingers. You have to say it like, <laughs> like that. Okay, I didn't know. This is embarrassing. I don't want to show you my butt picture. I want to see your butt picture. But I didn't know that, I mean, I guess this is so sheltered I am, but I didn't know that ginger was like a word people used to talk about people with red hair. Like maybe people just didn't say it in Saskatchewan or Alberta, but... Oh. I didn't, I mean, or I was just, like, totally oblivious. I don't think they said it, like, when I was a kid. I think this is kind of pretty recent. Well, it's not. I mean, it's the British term, um, and so we've become oh. aware of it. Yeah, through Harry Potter and stuff like that, but, like, oh. um, you know. The internet. And the internet, and it's just sort of... I didn't know uh, that. And a lot of the kind of, like, ginger-fearing stuff and ginger-shaming or whatever is actually, like, imported from British comedy... I'm not saying that the idea is British. I'm sure red-haired people slash Irish people have been mocked and ridiculed and oh, whatever yeah. forever. Like, I I'm, I wouldn't even have any, like, hmm. obvi. But, um, I don't know, just that word. Like, to me, they were just people with red hair. Like, Do you think it's um, pejorative? Also, I feel like they're mm, a little bit... Really? Ginger? Okay, well, I I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I just think of, like, ginger spice. Right. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, gingerbread latte. Like, ginger. These are all things I like, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> tell, you tell a story while I have more pizza. Oh. Wait. So Already exhausted my butt story. <laughs> <laughs> You've got such great one-liners. <laughs> You've exhausted your butt story. I've exhausted it. Well, I have um, exercises now to correct my butt mm -hmm. um, to get it going. Apparently, it's common with people that sit a lot. Though he told me some kickboxer that goes there has this problem. Hmm. So sometimes it just happens because you're explain the problem. Um, so you have muscles in your butt, mm -hmm. um, and uh, your body can sometimes use the thigh muscle instead, hmm. um, but the butt muscle is better at like stabilizing your spine and things. Like in the morning, I notice hmm. it's really hard for me to like tie my shoes. Hmm. Like it, it hurts my back because my ass isn't like stabilizing my spine. Yeah. Um, yeah, hmm. I don't know. Just hmm. uh, whatever. I, a little bit sad. Maybe I'm not Maybe. I hurt always. Yeah, I know, man. Well, that's why I went because I just wanted to like see what I could do. And we'll see if I, I mean, I'm not doing these exercises as I should be, like every hour. Like, how could you? I can't. Every hour? It's crazy. Well, a lot of the like stretching ones were at work, you know? 
but it's really tough to do them. Oh, and there's this one. Okay, so to activate my core, he's just like, do do you know what a Kegel is? Like, do... I was talking about this. Yeah, and see, this is why this is just like all awkward. We're talking about Kegels and butts, and it's just, I want a lady physio. It's just too weird. Amazing. And This is what straight life is like. It's just weird, and then he's asked to touch your butt. He's like, can I touch your butt? And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess, like, I don't know. Mm. Is it part of your job? Like, what do you, like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> like, yes, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you can always say no. Yeah, but that's, I'm there to. <clears throat> You're never, there to get your butt touched. It's never unprofessional. It's, it's just, we don't have to talk about my butt anymore. No, I love it. I, love it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think before I came out um, as a homosexual, um, people. I think I was really nervous about how many things would sort of suck or whatever in my life or how many things would be sort of harder or weirder. And I had never thought about all of the advantages because we just don't really have that kind of, I don't know. I feel like the queer people like don't talk about it very much and everybody else just doesn't think about it, maybe. There's so many advantages to being gay because like almost everyone in the world is straight. And so... Um, you know, whether I have a, a dude or a lady um, physio, it's extremely unlikely that I'm going to make any kind of assumption. Like, the the odds are they're not a person with whom I could have a sexual scenario, so I don't think about it very much. Right. That's so it's not like you. half the population make me sort of uncomfortable in a way where there's like an understanding or a, or a, like a subtle assumption of a kind of like the moment that it's not sexualized mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it is for straight people I think a lot of the time you know it's like those really boring conversations about like can men and women be friends it's like I don't know obviously but yeah anyway yeah um but yeah anyway so uh, that's interesting nice, well yeah, I mean like nice plus there's lots of pluses but that's one of them please tell me more pluses career advancement oh queer networking man Mm. But there's networking in all sorts of different mm. Yeah, but it's just another thing. Yeah? Yeah. Because, club, huh? because there's nothing... Because queerness self-selects in all, with the weirdest ways, queer people are every kind of person. And so if you, for some reason, end up meeting lots of them or grouped together with a bunch for some reason, like you can find yourself crossing worlds a lot. Is this the gay mafia? Is this what you're <laughs> I wish. But I just feel like what I mean is... Um, I get it. I get it. Know, I get like, it. It's I like, odds are you could get to that person through six degrees of like gayness somehow. Sort of, yeah. Or like just like any kind of minority situation, I feel like. You're just, you're kind of like, oh, I'll, you need a job? Like, I know someone who, you know, you just mm -hmm. help each other out kind of. Not mm -hmm. everybody. Like, it's not like one big happy family, but like... Sure. I've had lots of experiences where just from kind of my broader queer friend network, like work has panned out for me or thing suggestions or ideas have come one way or the other. And mm -hmm. I just feel like that kind of like social networking. So you're in the game mafia. I'm in the game. <laughs> totally in the game mafia. Totally plugged in. Totally connected. <laughs> in the, I am part of the international game mafia. Nice. That's true. I'm glad I know someone in the game mafia. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Other advantages are um, currently very cool with um, teenagers. Um, everybody loves yeah, you're trending. I'm right now. Soup's trending. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And um, 
What else? Um, I don't know. Some good Maybe haircuts. Maybe some other people, <laughs> we do tend to, you know. I feel like every haircut option is open to you. I feel like if yes. I rocked your haircut, there would be assumptions made of there my are. sexuality. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my good friend just cut off all her hair, and then all of a sudden she's noticed that she's, lit- like, she totally is existing in the world in a different way and receives different male attention usually. And it's just a reminder for people like me who are so used to not having that kind of male attention that, like, more, let's shall we say, femme women, femme presenting women, like, experience male gaze in a different way. Hmm. Um, yeah, but, I mean, people call me. Like, I get people say mean things to me. It happens just because I have short hair or I'm overweight or whatever. My assholes. Yeah. So, it happens. Well, I'm jealous of the hair, personally. <laughs> like, I... Well, I had short hair. My hair is being weird right now. I'm concerned that... No, it looks good. It's, like, very poofy earlier today. But anyway. Mm, no, it works because the sides are short. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm mostly very happy with this This is the haircut... Like, I'll tell you, I wanted this haircut for so long, and I was not brave enough. Like, I had short hair mm. in high school, mm-hmm. kind of before, like, faux hawks happened, and then once faux hawks were a thing, my hair was too long and I was, like, too scared to cut it again. But I really wanted, like, a big mohawk. Like, just crazy, like, yeah. short on the sides, like, super tall. Cool, and dude. I just, you would kill a mohawk. Oh, I just, like, I don't know. I just you got You gotta scared. do it once. You gotta, you know what you should do? Have a baby and then also have a mohawk. And then yeah. maternity... Sh- maternity. Sh- yeah, you just fucking yeah. give her. Shave the sides. I totally am Keep a little on top it. to the party and then... You know, rock that look. Oh, I didn't tell you. Your baby. Uh, Phil suggested I get a bowl cut, like for serious. <laughs> Which it would not work on me. It could. My what? hair is curly. I think it would mm. just like curl under. I look like a weird oh. monk, but mm. uh, you know, maybe. That's but so funny. He's open to it anyway. <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, maybe I can, but I can't. I don't know. I can't really imagine having conversations with people about... No, that's not true. I was going to say about, like, hair options. Like, I just haven't negotiated that kind of thing. With, or not negotiated, but, like, debate, like discussed the pros and cons of changing hairstyles or whatever with a lover or partner or whatever. Really? Not Ever, like, maybe. oh, like, would you care if I, like, shave my head or whatever? That never certainly not up. that. Certainly not, like what's it to you? Because I think there's not a presumption of, there's maybe, I don't know, maybe this isn't the most right thing, I don't know, but like, I think there's not as much of a presumption of like, sharing face. And right. so like, your your activities reflect on each other. Right. I don't know, I don't have that. that um, That's true, and I mean. That experience really, even when I was together with someone for four years and we lived together and we met each other's parents and like, even then I don't really remember. But I mean, we both had short hair so it was kind of like, how yeah. radical can you get? Like, I mean, I don't think I had the conversation, like, would you care if whatever, mm-hmm. since I was, like, a teenager, because yeah. now I'm, like, I, like, I only really care, mm. <laughs> you know, like, I, my opinion is the opinion that matters to me of course. about my hair. I found it interesting that he would bring up that I should cut my hair into a bowl cut. That was, like, a weird conversation. I bet. Well, that's kind of what I mean. Like, I feel like, isn't it a little strange to Mm, I guess I've said to some guys, like, oh, you should grow your hair out, or what? Mm. I guess I've said things like that. I mean, I don't think it's strange, like, bad, like, not to judge him. No. Just strange, like, um, or I don't know, maybe that's, like, Phil TM. 
Like, well, he just says things that are on his mind, right? Yeah. Well, when we first started dating, my hair was shorter, so I think he does like the shorter hair. And, uh, probably go back there. Cute. Very soon. But anyways, okay, should we get on to one of the topics <laughs> we're actually we supposed to talk should about? Should we actually do a podcast? Yeah. Okay, so welcome to episode <laughs> 17. Welcome. Welcome to episode 17 of the Sadcast, the Sad Meg podcast. Yeah. So. Introduce yourself. Oh, oh, I'm Pamela. I'm just going to say it, my first name. I'm, I just yeah, can't. Whatever. My last name right now is stressing me out. That's my favorite. It's <laughs> my favorite thing in the world. Pam. Sad, sad Meg Pam. Sad Meg Pam. And uh, I'm Sad Meg Jackie. Well, I'm more like Sadcast Jackie. I mean, I'm obviously still heavily associated with the magazine, but I am Sadcast Jackie. We're just <laughs> real identity Jackie. problems over here. We're just like rambling problems. It was funny for anybody that listened to episode 16. I think you'll remember at the end, you were talking about Dinner Party Download. And saying how Phil said that... I like that Phil is, like, another character on the podcast, too. <laughs> you just talk about him too much. Yeah. Oh, whatever. He probably doesn't listen to No, it. I don't even think he does. <laughs> He's like, this is not how I like to spend my time. I <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Quote. Amazing. Yeah. <sighs> I know. It's hard. Anyway, what, what happened? So you say that he likes it because he thinks that a lot of podcasts are just people rambling on because they like, like to, to hear, hear the sound of their own voices. And of course, I'm cutting that thinking like, that's our podcast. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk, try to talk about a few different things. Um, but first up, we just wanted to review again. We got some, a couple actually um, really great uh, questions this week, and we're really interested in soliciting um, your questions on any topic, um, whether it's like life advice or relationship stuff or work stuff or any kind of stuff, family stuff, whatever, just, I don't know, yep. shoot us All something right. and we'll give you our thoughts. It's the solicited advice segment. Se- segment. Whoa, Section. solicited advice. Sass. Sass. Yes. yes. Oh, oh, the sass segment. Oh, oh, I love it. We'll drop some sass. sass. Right on up your on your ass. ass. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Sadcast at sadmeg.ca is where you email. And you can, it would be great, as you'll hear, we have one recording and one email. Um, you'll hear, it's, sound, it's so lovely to have your voice on the podcast, and you can be on the podcast. It's no problem. Just, so just insta-famous. Yeah, so use your, um, your phone. Voice you recording. Know, voice app. recorder. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Turn on QuickTime on your laptop and just shout into it and make a new audio recording and send email that to us. It's pretty simple. You can do it, I think. Yeah. I'm assuming we don't have any listeners who don't who are listening to a podcast that don't have the ability to record audio. That I believe they're pretty savvy. I'm pretty much sure of it. We should um, take some questions here. Yes. Okay. It's time for SAS. SAS solicited advice. Is Nose. No, sad cast. Sol- Wait. Fuck. <laughs> we had it. We need to rewind. What the was day. sass? It was like solicited advice, sad cast. Sad cast advice. Solicited, no, it was like solicited, solicited advice. Something. We gotta what? figure this out. Was no. it just sad cast? Yeah, solicited. Sol- solicit. Solicited advice. Sadcast. That's weird. That does sound weird. 
That can't be right. We need to figure this out. We'll drop some sass right on up your on your ass. ass. <laughs> okay, so first one is an email question. Oh, I have to like, I have a beautiful cat resting on me right now, oh, so I can't really read it. I can read it. Um, okay. okay um, first question comes from, from... What's her name here? Hold on, hold on, hold on. My mouse, my mouse, my mouse. Comes from Jen Woods. Jen Woods. And um, um, what are your views on couples sharing the bathroom during morning routines, including poops? Does this kill the romance? Are impromptu double showers sexy or functional? So that's multiple questions. Couple questions. For starters. Um, okay. So sharing the bathroom during morning routines. <sighs> Okay, as someone that lives with someone, basically, well, I don't, I don't poop there. I just do it at work. You only poo at work? Well, in the morning. Oh, yeah, let's, I mean, let's round up, though. This question is about how much, how much do you, like, what's the bar for same room, like, excretions? Well, I'm not going to the bathroom in front of him unless it's a pee. Okay, so you will pee in front of him. Yeah, but he doesn't like it. <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, I gotta get out of here. It's like, it's not a big deal. But anyway. That's cute. So, I don't care if I pee in front of him. And if he's peeing and I'm in there, I just turn on the taps. Because I think that's a nice thing to do. Yes, agreed. Um, yeah, as far as the poops go, I mean, like, you gotta go and you gotta go. So, like, I'm not, like, not going, but, you know. Uh, you know, you do the courteous things. You you turn on the fans. You you do, the, and then that's also a signal to someone maybe don't go in there right now. Yeah. So yeah, you don't need to belabor the point. I think if you live with someone, especially, I mean, it's different if you're dating, but if you live with someone, you're gonna know all those things eventually. And everyone poops, as the children's book suggests. Everyone poops. Everyone poops. So it's really whatever. I don't think it kills romance. Might. Uh, deepen your, you know, relationship in a different way. Mm. I mean, that's in, that's the kind of intimacy if you know you feel comfortable enough to, you know, excrete <laughs> in the same place. It's true. I don't know. It's true. I mean, I can only. Sp- I mean, Darren and I definitely <laughs> pee together. That's cute. Like at the same time. That's cute. My cats would not. They would freak out. Once he pooed while I was pooing, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, but of course I'm talking about a cat, so that's different. Um, no, I mean, with my long-term partner, um, X, from from the way back, we lived together um, for three years, I think. And um, I think, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we definitely, we definitely peed in the same room, although I never really liked it. I mean, I never really found it comfortable. Mm. Um, or perhaps I didn't like how comfortable it had gotten. Mm. I didn't, like, enjoy that. Um, but also, like, lack of intimacy was a serious problem in our relationship. So it felt like I was tr- questioning a lot of our choices mm. a lot of, for a lot of our relationship. Um, I do not believe we pooed in front of each other. So... Personally, I don't think that's this question even. <laughs> it is. What are your views on couples sharing the bathroom during morning routines, including poops? Does it kill a romance? And my question, my answer is like, I think it does. I think that. You well, should... I wouldn't poop in front of someone. Yeah, but like, but that's the question. Or is it just like 
like, while they're going to use the bathroom, like, next? That is not the question. Where would you infer next from? Sharing the bathroom is what it says. During morning routine. I don't know. I guess you're right. But fuck, who would poo together? I mean, just who would? Exactly. So, (laughs) Jen, our answer is, yeah, I think no poos. Number two... Is, is a no go. Yeah. Number one, you'll see. What number you can two with do. just your cat. Number one, you can have number one with your number one. I feel. Yeah, I think you can. I think it's fine. Um, impromptu double showers. Um, let's just second part of this question. I mean, are we gonna ask? Go this? for it. Yeah. Um, sex or functional? I mean, they could both. Oh, I mean, for me, I don't think anybody double showers without actually I mean, showering. Of course they do. No, 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 no. Well, sorry. I mean, I don't think anybody double showers without the without being open to the idea that it's like also sexy. Like, sure. I don't think of double showering as being practical. It's not practical. Someone's always freezing. It's not practical. It's like sexy if you work if you do it right. Yeah, I don't know. I've definitely had a functional double shower with a little bit of zest in there, but n- n- yeah, not but like there's the, always like a little bit of zest. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there has to be, or else it's kind of pointless. Yeah. So, exactly. So what's the point if there's no zest? So I say, go for it for zest. But Are you hard up for, like, uh, your hot water bill or something? Yeah, but then that's not even... I mean, that probably isn't even that practical because no. there's, like, transfer time. I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I don't think functional anyway. But I think great idea for every other time. Yeah, sure. Go for I'm it. I'm totally into it. So, Jen, thank you for your questions. Um, please write with more. We are very glad that you wrote us. I hope that helps. All right. Now, we we have another question that was uh, recorded and sent to us, which we're so grateful for. Totally. Um, All the way from San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we can say his name. He never said. So he let's just say. call him. Oh, what should we call him? Cameron. 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 This is a question from Cameron, Cameron. who we know, and he's from San Francisco, and we love him. Well, he's not from... Well, he's living there. Whatever. He's from there now. Um, We're going to play it. And listen to it. Hi, Sadcast. I have a moral dilemma. I recently started working with a very bright intern at my office. He's super smart, but somewhat naive when it comes to romantic relationships. On the first day we worked together, he asked, point blank, for some homo-to-homo-bromo advice. How long does it take to get over a relationship? He asked me. Now, since I love gossip and my workplace is a loosey-goosey design studio, I let him tell me the full story of his year-and-a-half-long relationship in order for me to impart some of my sage wisdom, which isn't saying much, seeing as I'm only four years his senior. This kid was doing his boyfriend's laundry, groceries, cooking, and even driving him around. This boyfriend meant the world to him, to the point of delusional idolatry. His boyfriend, on the other hand, cheated on him several times and asked to be in an open relationship after about a year. After a few months of open relationship, this kid called the quits and dumped his boyfriend. But even though he ended things, he's still heartbroken. I asked him to tell me more about the boyfriend. Who was he? What was his deal? He's a med student at UC San Francisco and is a bit of a bodybuilder. Oh, I said. Um, what's his name? Richard, says the intern. Oh, I say. Could I see a picture? The intern showed me his ex's picture on Facebook. And that was the moment that I confirmed that I had, in fact, slept with his boyfriend while they were still dating, exclusively. I had acknowledged that I had seen his boyfriend around, but didn't give the intern the full details 
of the magical night I had with this bodybuilder med student dreamboat, but also scumbag boyfriend, whom I met, I should add, via Grinder. Because really, this kid is still nursing wounds. Also, this was apparently his first relationship, which might make it all the more worse. Should I come clean? Yours, Sleazy in San Francisco. Cameron. Okay. <laughs> There's so many facets to this. There's so many facets. I'm going to go first because I feel like, should you tell him, I think, no fucking way, you had your fun night, whatever, he can assume it from your interest in his in the pictures and having said you've seen him around. And like... You're a homo. Like, there's going to be so many cross paths. Like, if that guy doesn't understand that that's what happens, that everybody sleeps with everybody, he'll figure it out soon enough. My feeling is, good for you. Get that bodybuilder. Fuck it. Okay, so there's, like, I'm going to just play devil's advocate here. Um, I think why he's struggling with this decision is that he sees this guy's, like, heartache Mm-hmm. And realizes that maybe he can stop it if he just says, he was an asshole. Yeah, but this is... Okay, if I were that guy, I would. that would probably make it worse for me. Really? Yeah, you would hurt him again. You would hurt him new. Uh, it depends, I guess, if you're yeah, the type of person angles, that would... Maybe... He would revisit everything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I can see, I, under, I appreciate what you're saying. And I think for some people that maybe that would be like, oh... Wow, he's truly a prick and I didn't know, or whatever. But wait a second. But I don't really think... No, they weren't in an open relationship. Uh, no, I think he... I think <clears throat> I think he said... Oh, he, he said it before. Oh, that's right. Okay. That it's part of the closed part. So... I mean... Uh, no, don't tell him. I think don't, yeah. I mean, I think... You know, hook up sex, I don't... I mean, I don't... It doesn't function outside of the realms of morality. Like, you, you you can still feel guilty about having been the person that's someone who's in a monogamous relationship. Like, that you're cheating with. <clears throat> Fuck. Yeah, I get you it. You know what I mean? Like, I have a follow-up question. But I also think, you know, chill out about that kind of shit a little bit more. And sure. I don't think it's, like, the biggest crime, to okay. be honest. I think it's about you if you tell him. I think you're just yeah, feeling guilty, and that's, that's not going to help him. That's true. And it's not going to help you. It's just going to make your coworker thing more awkward. I think that you can... I, I definitely think don't lie about it. If he asks you about it, be honest. Yeah. But I think don't bring it up. Try to just avoid talking about it if you can. Yeah. And if you're really feeling bad about him, um, you know, being sad, maybe double date. Go on a double date. Fix Wait, him up. what? Fix it up with someone. Oh, with someone else. I was like, that would be crazy. That no, threesome? don't. No. <laughs> no. Actually, that would be... Probably pretty... Just like, maybe, like... Design San Francisco normal. I have no idea what's normal <laughs> there. You guys, your buses and your expensive house. Oh, God, it's Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's the same. Do you feel like gay men are on the forefront of sexuality? Yeah. And tech. And tech. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like sex-based tech. Well, wait, men. What about everyone else? What are they at the forefront of? Why does everybody have to be at the forefront of something? Oh, because it's fair that way. <laughs> right, what I'm talking like. I'm talking like, like, ethnographically All right. speaking. Like, gay male culture, like, drove, like, phone sex and um, the internet and porn and distribution and, like, the porn web. Like, <clears throat> gay men are sexy beasts. Grinder apps, like, all of that. You know, Tinder, like, it's all based on... 
That's true. Horny dudes trying to sword fight. So, <laughs> uh, Cameron, <clears throat> or sleazy, <laughs> I mean, in a sleaze positive way, I would say you had fun. You had your beefcake, whatever. Just keep it swallow. <laughs> no, wait. What? No. <laughs> I think every 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 piece of advice should be spit or swallow. <laughs> oh, that's confusing. Well, I mean, I feel like you need to swallow this secret and keep it inside you your whole life. Okay. Don't spit Don't it, spit out, it into out. The nineteen-year-old's face. All right, we have a rating system, sort of, yeah. or I don't know. I mean, I endorse swallow. What do you? Think? Okay. I yeah you. Yeah, you convinced me. Swallow is the uh, preferred uh, course of action. I like that we took, like, everything's been very binary. So we were like, no number two, yes number one. And (laughs) bury the lie forever. Do not blow it on your 19-year-old face. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting so explicit all of a sudden. (laughs) Have we signed off to the podcast? Oh my god. So last time we said that we would tease my... We would talk about my work a little bit more. Oh yeah, what movie is Jackie working on? I can't say. I won't say. Hint. I gave a hint last time. Although I played it out over... You played it out. I played it out, but I did give a hint. It's there. If you want to listen to it. Very last The very last word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no other hints other than, I mean, we start filming next week, um, and I'm very excited, and I'm going to be out of town for, the, for a few days, and I can't say where. Mm. Do you know Can I ask one question about it as a hint? Yes. Is it in Canada? Yes. Okay. Like where we're going? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never been on a work field trip for a movie before. Do you, where are you staying? I don't know yet. I'm being, like, they'll just sort it out for us. Do you know if you share it? People or you I, get I don't know. I mean, there's only there's like thirty plus people on our team, and there's only three women. So you might I could be sharing with one of them, or I could be on my own. I suspect I'll probably be sharing with one of them, and that's cool because she's the one that I know who hired me, who got me hired on the last job. Oh, because nice. she posted on Girl Gang and said, "This is where I work. Um, we need more women on the VFX team. People should apply for this job." And so I did. Gay Mafia strikes again. No, she's not gay, but like... Girl Mafia. Girl Mafia. I'm part of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good Girl Mafia, by the way. If you're not on Girl Gang on Facebook, if you're in media or... Get on there. Creative work, basically. I mean, I think it's a little too broad now, but I don't look at it unless I'm looking for work, but... Yeah, but... It's basically just bitches throwing each other jobs. Like, it's pretty cool. Sometimes questions. And by bitches, I mean... Women. All of us. Yeah. It's a little... To be honest, like, if you're, like, gender fluid or, like don't strongly identify as a woman like it might be weird because everybody's it's called girl gang and it's like everybody's like hey ladies but um if that's not a problem for you then go for it um it's a it's a wonderful site where people are really like trying to figure shit out and it's cool um yeah so yeah so and I got a job through it basically I mean I, I had to get the job on my own but I was made aware of a position that was available through it and you're gonna be hanging out yeah, I'm going to be on. Yeah, so I think it'll, it's so smart that they put this um, chunk of the schedule at the very beginning of production because. Team building. We're, yeah, we're going to bond. We are a bit, we're not a splinter, we're the main unit, but we're, um, there are a few people who will be left behind because they have to fly us there. Oh. 
and then put us up for so ritzy. four days. It's so fancy. Also weird is like thinking about the parent company that I'm working for. It's a weird parent company. Mm-hmm. But I've worked ma- for weird parent companies before and been like, well... It's like, how much are you responsible for like every crime of the, every single person who pays you? It's like really You difficult. wouldn't work ever again, probably. <laughs> well, not in anything like big. <laughs> I think you could be, I mean, but you also can't eat. I don't know. I you think can't be that much of a in, in cases like those, like, make those calls to take or not take jobs when you can afford to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not me. Like, right? So I feel I like it feels fine. Yeah. You can feel fine. It's true. We all gotta make choices. The great thing about work is that I get to pretty much shut everything else down, which sounds intense, but actually it's very freeing. Yeah, Yeah, if you just say, like, fuck everything. So I think once next week hits, I'm on fuck everything. I have, like, nothing in my calendar forever. Yeah. And, like, I can make Sunday night commitments or sort of Saturday night commitments, but everything else is just, like, up in the air. Yeah. Like, I bought a Grimes ticket. I was, like, one of the five people in town who got one, and I'm not going to be able to go. Oh, no. Yeah. Or what's worse is that, like, I can't guarantee that I'll be able to go. So maybe I could go, but probably I'll have to sort out giving away my ticket beforehand. And then on the day, I'll probably realize I could have gone and I'll be really pissed. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just do it the day of. (laughs) No. Why? That's the easiest time to get rid of a ticket. Yeah, I guess I can. Well, I guess I can do it electronically. I mean, my concern is that I'll be somewhere out of cell range. Because I'll be on set all day. Oh. Well, Um, you can give the ticket to me to figure out if you want. Uh, maybe we should play, like, a new crime song or something. I'll look it up. I'll try to find something. Is there anything? There's some stuff. I don't think it's from her new album. Like, she's just kind of... There pre- was a new song. Touring. Yeah, there's That stuff. I did not like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yet. I, I don't... It didn't catch for me. What should we play? Let's not play that. What should we play? Okay. You can pick a random... I'm gonna throw you a weird thing. Okay. I was listening to some podcast, which I can't remember, mm-hmm. and... The guy makes... This is this week in I Barely Remember from another podcast. <laughs> exactly. He throws to the site, um, what was it like Best African Mixtapes? Anyways, I posted it on Facebook because it's super interesting. Um, he finds mm. really great... I remember thinking about wanting to open that link, but then not doing it. Yeah, you and everyone else. <laughs> pretty much. He finds like really cool like African music via mm. tapes. And records them and puts them online. And there's some really cool stuff there. And hmm. you should just like... And it's all pick, free. Pick one at, yeah, pick one at random. Go to town. I will do that. Or not. Or pick no. something more normal. <laughs> no, no. Because I keep what's, giving you weird ethnic stuff to put on. <laughs> like, ethnic stuff. You can't... I mean... Can't, well, it's Africa. We're, yeah, I don't know. That's not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but it's like... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like... Okay. Uh, I don't know. World music? <laughs> yeah, isn't that, isn't that weird? World music as a description? It's true, though. I feel like that's what it would be called. Yeah, but would it be called that if it was, like, post-punk from Africa? You wouldn't call it world music. It's like there's a distinct sound, you it's know? It's true. There's, like, a bongo or something involved. And, like, a flute. <laughs> what makes world music? Because it sure shit isn't where it's from. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm, mm, I don't know about that. I feel like, like, Miriam Makeba is, like, world music. Is that her name? Who's that one? Rest in peace. I don't know. African singer lady. Who's kind of popular. In the 90s. I think she's dead now. Maybe. It's like... I don't know. Name sounds great. Yeah. 
Or like um, any of the like old famous like Punjabi. Oh, like like Bollywood stuff? Maybe, yeah. World music. I don't know. We're veering into it's like, like drums. It's drums. It's drums? I think it's like There's drums in every song. But drums like like on a drum. Tribal. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> this is getting so racist. The term world music is racist. Everything is racist. Ugh. I just re-remembered that Edmonton Eskimos is of course totally racist. They should change it. I wonder what they should change it to. Edmonton. Well, they did that whole Redskins. I know it's thing. awful. They had to change it. But they didn't. But they should. So the Eskimos aren't going to change. I know, but they should. Well, it's Canada. There's a better chance, but still. I don't think there's. I mean, there must be. Is there a campaign be. for them to change? I don't think so, itself? but there should be. Or maybe there was, and not enough people cared. Anyway. <sighs> this is veering off into a weird, weird place. Um. I'm gonna find a random song and put it on the podcast. And we might have room. Maybe it's not a good idea. I know. No, there's gotta be a song. Oh, okay. okay. Always, always, always. Okay. It's like, never mind. I need it. All right. Um, I know, I know. I'm gonna play the. Um, I'm going to play the song from Braids. Our outro will be Braids on Braids. Um, It's from their newer album, the album that came out this year. And um, the song that I'm in love with is called Happy When. And the album is Deep in the Iris. It came out earlier this year, um, but I just caught it on a best of the year. Don't miss greatest albums of 2015. I'm so excited that it's already looking back at the year time. Anyway, so the song is called Happy When. It's from the album Deep in the Iris by the band Braids that we love, and I'm going to play it off the end of our outro. So what do you think? Tinder profile with all cat pictures? Try it out. Test. I think I really want to try it Experiment. out. Do we need to say goodbye or anything? Yeah. Um, what do we do? Goodbye. Good luck at Pecha Kucha. Thank you. Have fun in the rain, everyone. Bye. Apparently it's a dick-shaped storm pummeling the coast this weekend. <laughs> What news do you watch? It's on Man City Buzz. I'll put a link to it in sadcast.ca. I'll believe Don't forget to solicit our advice. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if we don't talk to you before, vote. Oh my god, get your... You can vote now! Get your B- butt H's. Get your butt H's to, to uh, a polling station, okay? Get, yeah, get out there. Get our bro. Okay. okay.
Oh, oh, oh. 